Hello and welcome to the Print Pod. This is Anurag Chaube, and I bring to you our latest offering from Seshadri Chari, former editor of Organizer. During his 10-day tour abroad, the scion of the Congress Party was scheduled to speak at the British Parliament, meet Indian diaspora, address a press conference, hold private business meetings, and give a talk at Chatham House. All these, according to one of the organizers, were supposed to have ignited a debate. not limited to a political future but embrace the cultural social and business ties that bind both countries as the people are the living bridge far from building bridges rahul gandhi has demolished existing ones including the image of his party going by his inarticulate speeches incoherent replies to questions and untenable averments he has not only made a fool of himself but has probably made it extremely difficult even for some of his party colleagues to defend him more importantly most of his fulminations abroad reflect his inability to comprehend the real issues that his party is facing and can be summarized as gross waste of an opportunity to project himself as a serious politician in one of his speeches he is reported to have complained to his audience abroad that the security of his mobile phone was compromised and that it contained the israeli spyware pegasus on 25 august 2022 then chief justice of india nb ramanna said that the supreme court committee mandated to undertake a thorough investigation into all such allegations against the government did not find any conclusive evidence on the use of the spyware in phones examined by it notably Out of hundreds of phones that were allegedly targeted by Pegasus, only 29 were submitted to the Supreme Court Committee for examination. The Supreme Court appointed committee headed by CJ NV Ramanna submitted a report stating that they had found some malware in 5 of the 29 phones examined. There was no conclusive proof that the malware was Pegasus. Incidentally the BJP has revealed that Rahul Gandhi did not submit his phone to the Supreme Court appointed probe committee for forensic examination despite being asked to do so the party has also alleged that more than 9000 phones were tapped during the UPA2 regime the larger point here is that the venue and the group that Rahul Gandhi chose to make an allegation about his mobile being snooped were inappropriate to say the least a mature leader would have taken up such issues with the government or made these charges against the government of the day at home not before a foreign government an audience which have no jurisdiction here his allegation while referring to a sikh gentleman that prime minister narendra modi thinks that muslims and christians are second class citizens is another baseless statement that merits not only condemnation but must also attract charges of vilification at a time when a small but dangerously well knit elements in punjab and elsewhere are trying to revive the demand of khalistan and pursuing a divisive agenda such references are best avoided again as for his seeking foreign governments help to restore democracy in india it was during his grandmother's tenure in 1975 again as for his seeking foreign governments help to restore democracy in india it was during his grandmother's tenure in 1975 that the worst attack on judiciary media and the basic structure of democracy was made 
through imposition of emergency. After the Bharat Jodo Yatra, the Congress Party should have advised Rahul Gandhi to take stock of the situation and plan the next step in the electoral strategy for the elections that were held in the Northeast and other by-elections in the country. The Bharat Jodo Yatra itself appears to have achieved very little as far as the political dividends of the Congress is concerned. It was probably intended only to project the Congress sign as the supreme and unquestioned leader of the party. The Yatra has not even fulfilled the electoral purposes as Rahul's electoral campaign in the elections in the Northeast have fetched negligible votes for the party. If the Bharat Jodo Yatra and the subsequent FOPA abroad are taken together, Rahul Gandhi has single-handedly brought great disrepute to the Congress party. After the election of Kharge as party president, the organization appeared to be moving towards projecting a non-Gandhi Parivar person at the helm. Though not many political commentators believed such a thing could happen in the Congress, it was a good opportunity for the party to get rid of the family-owned, family-operated tag. It is for the Sena elements in the Congress, whatever little of it is left, to retrieve the situation and save the party from the disastrous serial loser. But it is easier said than done. As was expected, the BJP has gone hammer and tongs after Rahul Gandhi, but one hopes it does not become a case of overkill. The BJP would be well advised to refrain from taking any serious legal action against Rahul Gandhi for his lies, half-lies and fulminations. Many a truth is said in jest, such as Rahul Gandhi being the biggest campaigner for the BJP. There seems to be some truth in this as every time the Congress sign makes a foot-in-mouth statement, the Congress moves closer to a... That's all for now. Stay tuned for more.